Spider-Man was a hero. I just couldn't see it. He was a, a thief, a criminal. He stole my suit. He's a menace to the entire city. I want that wall-crawling arachnid prosecuted. I want him strung up by his web. I want Spider-Man! With great power come great listeners. Oh my lord. Well, hello everybody and welcome to our Cinematic Sagas bonus episodes, Watching the Web. We just watched Spider-Man 2. Oh, I'm sorry. The Tobey Maguire Spider-Man 2 from 2004. <laughs> is that specific enough? <laughs> this is Chris over there. And that's Beth over And I'm there. Beth over here. And I'm Chris over here. And he's sometimes known as Simi Online. And she has no online presence. Uh, yes, I I don't even know how the internet's works. <laughs> interwebs. I'm sorry. What's on them? Their interwebses. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's let's go ahead and get your first reaction canonized for the well, podcast. Here we go. Here we go. My first reaction was your assessment was correct. Did not like this one as much as the first. Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. From 2003. From 2002. Or two. Sorry. <laughs> oh, gosh. The nerd can't even get it right. <laughs> I got a lot of numbers not... in my head This right now. one was a lot slower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. This one did not keep moving and did not keep my attention. ADD girl here could not stay watching. I mean, I'm like, oh, look, something shiny. Squirrel. <laughs> this one did not... <laughs> Keep it moving for me. It focused a lot more on the Peter Parker side of things and how being Spider-Man kind of affected his life. Yeah, and I didn't care. And it kind of slowed things down a bit because it made the action sequences even more exciting and draw your attention. So if you're if you're not there for that story, if you're there to be entertained, I was here to only, be entertained. Then yeah, you're you're gonna. There was there it's was not as fun. I mean. I get it. The backstory probably a good thing, but I don't care. Don't care. Wanted entertainment. Got less of it out of this one. Not a bad movie. Not at all. But first one was better in my opinion. See, and I still I still like the second one better. Because you're a moron. Because I enjoy the superhero Dork struggle. Stuff. I well I enjoy just the struggle with balancing life because heck i struggle with it and i'm just a normal person Barely. and <laughs> and like the idea that his inner conflict manifests as limiting his power that's that i talk about the psychosomatic effect of just about anything with people all the time because they'll take something and be like, oh, yeah, I felt better. And then it, all of a sudden it stopped working. I'm like, no, it just never really worked. Your you body, just believed it did. Yeah, you, you just kind of tricked your body into making it work for a time. Because you can, if you believe something strong enough, you can make a lot of cool things happen. But that was, it, it manifested in this Spider-Man movie. And I think that's really cool. Plus, 
I love the way they put Doc Ock together. That best villain. It was really cool. Oh, yeah. That was real. They did a very nice job. Although some of the fight scenes, a little hokey for me. You know, you know yeah, how I am. I know how you are. And the whole uh, train, subway, train car, whatever, that whole deal there, and people being thrown around, and oh my <laughs> gosh, a little overboard for me. Well, yeah, those people At least were it wasn't in the dark, <laughs> but that was just a little... But I, I thought it was cool the way they built up Doc Ock's arms to kind of counter Spider-Man in that, like, he can see through them and he can sort of use them in the way that Spider-Man uses his webs and it gives him that extra strength. And if you, if you ever watched carefully for it, and of course I do, and I did even back then, whenever he's doing something with those arms, one at least is always planted. So he's got one anchor to the ground. So, cause I, my first thought was like, you can't pick up a car with those arms because, like, it would just rip out of your back, and you'd be paralyzed and tear your spine out. But he always has at least one planted on the ground when he does weird things with it. And so I thought it was just a cool attention to detail thing. And then it was also really cool, kind of how he <laughs> used them to He's excited. crawl around. You remember my, my favorite thing from the Avengers movie, where the Hulk jumped up and hit and then kind of rolled along the building? Yes. You got a little bit of that with Doc Ock Yes. Here. Which was cool to me. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, you can, you can say it was cool. It was interesting. If you were paying attention, you saw the switch happen. When the, his chip got mm -hmm. burnt out, exploded, whatever bad thing happened when the fusion generator thingy exploded, the first one. Mm -hmm. Um, you saw the switch take place from him controlling them to them controlling him. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't an all at once thing. It was kind of an, a slow erosion of his personality and kind of a melding until he realized, Oh wait, this is being, I'm being influenced. And at the very end, he's like, wait a minute. No, no, you need to listen to me. And it became almost like a, a pack thing where he became the alpha. Yes. Cowed them into submission. But it was, it was, interesting because he was probably knocked out from the explosion and they were mm -hmm. walking him you know yeah. so you know he couldn't have been thinking that he was out cold well and he even set up they they were built with the sole purpose in mind of making this fusion reaction happen so it makes sense that like it was never a malicious thing he had to take bad routes to do it but it was just for the sole purpose of making this happen, and it worked for on him because he wanted that too. Right. So he'd made these arms that are laser-focused here, so when that inhibitor chip goes away, all of a sudden it's like almost amplifying what he already wants anyway. Right. And they learn quickly. <laughs> you, you did point out, and, and it's something I, I had noticed even when I first watched it, how... Snake like, snake like. They really, they, they they have personality, which is yes, weird, and they really but cool, really did a good job with that because <laughs> they're you know it almost akin to Medusa. Yeah, it was pretty cool. 
even to the point where like they'd open up a little on the top and the bottom would like hinge yes, like a mouth absolutely and that that weird sound that i'm sure wasn't actually heard might have been just something in his head but that that, that like hissing rattling sound yes it it just it personified it never had any words we only got it through him but it came across really well yes very and part of why that came across so well because back in the day i actually watched the behind the scenes stuff surprise surprise they actually created as much of those arms realistically as possible and had like remote controls for that kind of stuff oh cool yeah so it was done like real whenever they could they they did cgi stuff when they had to but as much as possible they made actual props that they would use controls on that's why sometimes you'll just see the head yeah because like it's only like an arm length piece and they're controlling the open and close right it was it's real cool interesting but yeah they they did a phenomenal job with the way they looked because it made me watch them mm -hmm. to see they were like another character absolutely they were another character absolutely Ah, uh, what did you think about Aunt May in this movie? Well, you know, odd. She was odd at first. Um, when he went over for his birthday and had forgotten it was his own birthday, whatever. Mm-hmm. I wondered if she was having like dementia issues. I mm. mean, because she seemed just off, and when she fell asleep on the table, and he woke her up she was thought ben was still there and and, you know well Mm. you know waking from a dream you know could be explained but yeah i wondered if she had dementia issues and the house is being foreclosed on now at that point is the house being foreclosed on because she can't pay it or forgets to pay you know i didn't know so i wondered if she was Mm. having you know some cognitive mental issues that come with aging yeah that could be yeah because she seemed really off and then when he told her about uncle ben's last moments and she just pulled away from him it was just kind of odd Hmm. it was not how I would have anticipated her reaction to be from her character leading up to it. Because hmm. see, the the thing that stuck out to me is in the beginning, you know, he talks about Spider-Man and she's like, oh, stay away from him. He's bad. Then she gets saved by him and Spider-Man's okay now. And then... It's she, almost like she realizes Sp- he is Spider-Man also. Well, I think the reason she figured it out is he asks about, when she's moving out, he asks about his box of comic books. Right. And I believe, and, and I think I've talked about this with my brothers before, but that's where he kept his notebook of like costume ideas. Oh. So in finding that, she may have discovered that, put the pieces together, and realized, oh yeah, he's Spider-Man. So suddenly, like it makes more sense that his defining thing is a hard thing for her and and has really affected him but it also has shaped him into be this greater man than she realized but i i just feel like it's kind of like the thor thing where i feel like she got over her anger at him too quick 
and it's hard because they don't really give us an exact time yeah, frame you have with no, the way yeah, things move. Right. But it, it felt fast. Well, I felt like she shouldn't have been angry like that. Really? Yeah, I found that kind of odd. You you found it odd that his lie from the beginning, his keeping that from her, and all that... Yeah, I I guess... I don't... Yeah, I, I did not anticipate her reaction to be like that i expected something different that's his mother for all intents and purposes that's his mother and we're talking about his father and so i cannot imagine having one of my sons tell me something that was obviously heart-wrenching for them that affected my life too but then just standing up and walking away from them I cannot even imagine that hmm. at yeah. all. I I can't. I don't know how I would react. I think on my side, I think I understand she needed the time to process at least. But I mean, to a point, Peter had been letting her think it was her fault, or at least blame herself for two years at that point. I don't know that he knew she was blaming herself until just then when he said it, when she said it to him, because she said it was all her fault. And I don't know that he was ever meant to have heard that. Well, we, we, we know he was, he wanted to tell her, we saw him at least make one kind of movement towards her without telling her, like, I need to tell her, but I can't Right. type thing. And then he did do it eventually. So we, I don't know how many times something like this had come up. But I feel like it's something she would have said before then. I, I feel like they were just I rehashing it. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, we don't know. See, that's yeah, that's because I don't know. I wouldn't have gone around saying it was my fault. Hmm. And made my child feel bad or remember it or whatever. I you know yeah my personal experience with that right. is i would not you know i you try to keep those bad things you try to keep more positive memories than anything negative definitely so i can't my personal feeling would not be that that would been have been something you said a lot Right. That okay. Uh, so that's why I see it. Uh, yeah, totally yeah. different viewpoint on that. Definitely, and 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 we don't away from we it. don't know what's right because we didn't see all the time between. Right. So it's it's just something I think it's interesting to think about. Yeah, it's funny that it, it's sitting here watching the exact same scene. We come up with such different takeaways from mm-hmm. it. And and I saw it at a different point in my life too. So. I had preconceived notions that I'm also balancing against what I see now, which is really weird sometimes. Some things mix real well, some things don't. And it's just interesting to see that. Speaking of things that kind of feel weird now, let's talk about Mary Jane. Because she feels weird now? Just just her whole thing. She was all every, over the place. She it was. was so odd. But I'm I'm going to tell you, 
right now mm-hmm. my dick moment of this movie. Okay. <laughs> because my dick moment uh-huh. goes to Mr. Peter Parker. Oh, okay. Let's hear about his pick, his dick moment. His moment was when he sat there and looked in her face after she comes back around and invites him to lunch or whatever. I mean, they end up meeting for lunch, so right. I'm, I'm assuming she invited him from the way the conversation went and tells her he doesn't love her. Mm. And I don't... He, he's making... <laughs> How do you He's really making feel? decisions for her without including her. To a point, yes. I mean, I get it, but she didn't. She didn't have all the facts, and couldn't make her own educated decision, and so she just keeps feeling rejected by him. Mm-hmm. And he goes back and forth. You can't do that to a woman. We get annoyed. You can't do that to anyone. Let's be fair. You can't. You can't go back and forth and say and, you want someone, you don't want them. You want and, them, and, you don't want them. Uh, uh, Let's. We're crazy enough. We don't need help. <laughs> yeah, people don't need help being crazy. Okay, <laughs> I I won't even go into the sexist women are crazy thing. Uh, I can't because I am one. Yeah, yeah. But I'll let Beth handle that. People are crazy, and you can't you can't give them mixed signals like that. You can't that. toy with somebody's they emotion will go like that. Nuts. I have gone nuts when people do that to me. You might be nuts now. Everybody. <laughs> yes, because people do that to me. No. <laughs> okay then. Hmm. <laughs> but, but no, I I definitely agree. He he ma- rushed. He he was right in what he said to her. He rushed into a decision, but it was the truth for him at the same time. So it really sends a mixed signal. She also was like on the prowl for him. Well, yes, all movie. And then good like, for her. Yeah, it, good for her for going for him, but bad on her for like settling. Because that guy was not getting all of her, just like Harry hadn't been getting all of well, her. Well, that's very true. She uh, should have taken time, but to get over him, Peter before jumping into marriage. But since Peter keeps, <coughs> you know, popping in and out. Because Peter can't decide what Peter's going to do. <laughs> that, uh, it's just, you know, eventually you decide to move on. Yes. Right? Because. Yes. And I have no problem with her moving on. And so she tries to move on and then Peter kind of sucks her back in. Yes. So it, and then he pushes her away again. She she and needed so, to make a clean break with she him. She really did. And then take some time and date astronaut dude. And he was a little smarmy. And then and then maybe not do the the passionate upside down kiss thing with him because you know you're going to be disappointed because you know it's not him. And it didn't work out. And yeah, didn't you as soon as you saw them go for it, you're like nothing. Yeah, they got nothing. But you you were right. I know stuff. (laughs) But yeah. So, So do you have a dick moment in there? Hmm. I do. I just gotta find it. Uh. (laughs) Microscope, flashlight. What do you need? (laughs) Hmm. You know, I'd even picked it out watching the movie, but I've I've since lost it. Oh, 
yeah, I get lost. Lost my dick moment. Moment. Two? My <laughs> dick moment is going to Doc Ock. Okay. Because he grabbed Aunt May from the bank. And yes, I know it's a typical villain thing to use a hostage, but then he just drops her. Butterfingers. Is what he says. Which, great line. <laughs> but he grabs her and just drops her. He's rude. He he could have placed her somewhere and made Spider-Man save her while he got away, but he dropped her. And then he stand he he was stayed there. And they had a fight. He could have gotten away while he dropped her. So he just did it to be a jerk, to be a dick. And so he gets my dick moment. Alright then. Do you have a superhero moment of this movie? A supernormal moment of this movie? Superhero moment. Aunt May gets that. Oh, really? Because Spider-Man was all gung-ho to launch himself at Doc Ock to save her. And being a villain, he was doing his normal thing where he had his little tentacle arm shoot out a little yeah. sword. Was going to stab him as he launched himself at him. Yeah, she lots whacked of- him! And she was like... <gasps> naughty and she swings her little umbrella at him and it throws him off and she saves spider-man she did she did (laughs) and then pointed it out later (laughs) well no because he said we he was he said something about we did spider-man said we 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 really gave it to him and she goes we she was trying to give him all the credit because she's still just Oh, I thought she was trying to take the credit, because that's funny. I think she was still giving him the credit, like, hey, you did all the work. I I thought she was (laughs) taking the credit for whacking him upside the head. See, there we go. Another moment that uh, we saw differently. Funny. (laughs) Do you have a superhero moment? A superhero moment. You know, I'm going to give my superhero moment to Doc Ock. Oh. When he... Got it all together and took control back from the his arms mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, drowned the fusion thingy. Okay. Because that was, you know, he could have just gone down being the villain. Yeah. And in the comics, he, 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 he's not necessarily a, redeem, a redeemed person. He's a villain through and through. So it was kind of neat to see that for me. Uh, yeah, it was cool, and it was it, and I don't even know anything about the comics, but that was, that was cool. It it was a very cool moment, especially in the end when he's like, "I will not be a monster." He'd rather go out doing the right thing than live as a potential monster. And it was, you know, that could also be the super normal moment too, because it was one of those things that it was. It was like you arguing with yourself, with your mm. subconscious. No, I'm going to do the right thing. No, I'm going to do the right thing. Yep. <sighs> yes, this would be so much easier, but I'm going to do the right thing. Right. So it kind of, that moment could have both could, easily. Yeah. Which one are you giving it to? Because I'm not letting you give it both. <laughs> Dang, I was trying. <laughs> I know. I can see you angling But I was just, it. actually, I just <laughs> realized that. No, it's my superhero moment. Good superhero moment. I like I like when villains can be redeemed. I just wish it didn't require them to die. But I understand the story reason why. Like sometimes villains do so much that 
if they hit the redemption moment to keep going is only going to set them up to fail later. So it's sometimes nice. Yeah, you're putting way too much thought into it. Okay, my super normal moment, because I don't want to talk about that anymore. <laughs> my super normal moment goes to Mary Jane. Okay. Mary Jane gets my super normal moment at the end of the movie where she finally tells him that she should get to make her own decisions. <laughs> that there yes there might be risks but quite honestly some things are worth it and we all i mean we all have things we feel that way about yeah you know it might have these potential risks but the rest is worth it and so she gets because i could just i thought really he's making a decision for her he didn't even (laughs) let her have a choice what is wrong with him and then when it came out and she said that, that was pretty, pretty cool. I think my normal moment goes to Peter Parker in the beginning because he is basically failing at everything but being Spider-Man because of being Spider-Man. So yes. he's he's late to his job. He He really wants to do these things. He wants to be this person. But he also knows he needs to be Spider-Man. And the problem is, Spider-Man really needs to come first because more people depend on that. Like, your pizza being on time isn't as important. He needs to be Spider-Man. He wants to be these other things. Yeah, well, he wants to be Peter Parker because Peter Parker can be with Mary Jane. But Spider-Man cannot. So I, I really, I get that whole... Like, you have that thing that you have to do that is the most important thing you have to do for whatever reason, for responsibility reasons. But you're pulled in all these other directions, the things that you really want. And you end up failing at the things or doing less than your ideal. I mean, some of the episodes of this podcast have been similar in that I am pulled so many different directions that the things I'm enjoying are coming out just a little less. So I've had to find ways to make it work. So though some of that early lesser quality, hopefully, is not <laughs> around anymore because I've learned from my mistakes. And I'm no help whatsoever. You are a lot of help. You've taken co- you've taken feedback. I I point- Oh yes. I can take feedback. I I pointed out Mike's stuff and you've helped me. You you've been remembering stuff. I see you get closer here. I pointed out last time that you were like sinking into the couch away from yeah, the mic. Yeah, and I keep doing so, that. I don't know why. I, I keep getting shorter and shorter, and now I'm talking under the mic. I, what's up with that? I don't know. Why. I don't know why I can't seem to sit up and I have a conversation. I walks you away. Well, from... I'm sitting on this blanket, and maybe it's sliding out. I don't know what's <laughs> happening, but something is definitely happening because I'm getting shorter and shorter. All right, and you, you made a prediction about Harry for this movie. I, I was incorrect about my prediction for Harry for this movie because I really thought he would be the villain in this movie but I'm guessing that's the next movie since he just found his daddy's secret stash of the Green Goblin stuff (laughs) and so I'm thinking that's coming next and he'll be 
good at being evil because he's got that creepy thing going on now. Yeah, he definitely, he heard his dad's voice. Yeah, that was, yeah, he's he's getting a little loony too. So, and now he's going to go drink the syrup, which is not really what it is, but <laughs> doesn't matter. It sounds funnier when I say it that drink way. The he's going to go drink like the it. It was green syrupy <laughs> looking like stuff. He's hey, going. I'm on board. I like it. He's going to drink the syrup and then he's going to get crazier too. And so there, I think the insanity runs in the family already, and so it's going to get more pronounced when he drinks the syrup. That's that, that was actually something I was going to say. Like I was going to ask you if you thought maybe that that uh, dissociative identity runs in the family. Oh, he's and, he's wacky as can be. But you know what? Because of the way they describe that serum, as you mean the syrup? Yes, the serum. Yes. <laughs> he means the you, green syrup you can everyone. call it the syrup i'm gonna call it the serum you can call it whatever you know what if they don't like it go ahead and write in and complain i look forward to your complaints please i would look forward to them too if i got email we went over this i don't have we went over this i don't have a at the podcast email like chris does you will see any emails that come through because i share them this is the one is trying to get them too i went there's Chris at Podcasts R Us. There should be Beth at Podcasts There's no Chris. R Us. There's Saga at com. if you want to email us. No, that would be emailing Chris because That's... I have no access to Saga as if I Y-D-K-U-F-G, whatever it is. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> as if Y-D-K. Y-D-K. That, I see. I know what it stands for as if you don't know people. And... <laughs> really late guys and i'm getting dumber <laughs> so don't mind me <laughs> i guess it's not really late anymore it's really early because we've passed into morning hours now beth has been a trooper this it was her idea to record a second one in the same night and, and i for some reason woke up at six something this morning took a nap i did take a nap a couple hour nap but it is now one fifteen in the morning and I might be a little stupid. But that's okay. It is okay. There's something else I wanted to talk about. When, but you were talking about the syrup. And then we got... I started whining that I don't have <laughs> yeah. email. You started your same whine from last episode. Yes, well, I might as well <laughs> keep it going. You know, that's part of watching the web. <laughs> yes, part of watching the web is Beth's going to whine about not having her own email. I don't have... I'm only, I mean, all I do is sit here and watch movies and talk, but I'm still part of it. You are, and you will get every email that I get. That's not fair. Please send Jesus. Send help. Send help. She is is losing. Okay, so since he doesn't want to talk about the syrup anymore. If you've got something about the syrup, go ahead. I have nothing about the syrup. I have something else. An observation. Go ahead. I observed in the first movie that he had some faith in his abilities before he actually fully tested them as running and jumping on several story high buildings and running around. And then in this movie, when he decided to test them again after no longer believing himself, the test didn't work out quite so well. 
<laughs> and he crashed down through people's laundry and onto cars. And I thought, see, there you go. <laughs> and he, the, the exultant, I'm back, I'm back to my back, my back. <laughs> it was amazing. It was great. And then I thought, oh, <laughs> it was rather prophetic of me. <laughs> and then, of course, you have your typical superhero turn where the bad guy gets the gets a hold of the girl and oh says, my you gosh, have no, yes. you know, this is the end. And we had a very weird psychedelic moment where the fact that his eyes were blurry when looking through his, sun, his glasses made the whole world sound weird. And then he pulled him down and the world sounded normal. I think that was bad nerd physics. <laughs> it was really bad nerd physics. It was, I, I was like, what's going on? I think I, I even told Beth, I'm like, why does I'm the like, world that's, sound that's different? That's like having to turn down your car radio when you get lost. <laughs> but it's really not. But yeah, we've got we've got one more Tobey Maguire movie. And then we have Garfield eating lasagna. Yep. And then, and then two Garfield eating lasagna movies. And then we have Spider-Verse, which I am stoked for because that movie is amazing. Well, and I'm a little, I'm excited for it too because I saw a bunch of these previews and I tried to take my son to it and then he decided he didn't want to go, but he is going to sit in and watch it with us. Yes, yeah, so... so it- we might even have a guest star-ish on that particular podcast if <laughs> he continues down the road of wanting to join us i told him he could talk and he got really excited he's almost 10 if that explains the <laughs> the mindset of what we're talking about here and so he uh he he is looking forward to uh being a guest star star yes star. ask him on our our podcast but that should be good because, you know, he and Chris can, they chit chat and they pretty much speak on the same level. So it's all good. <laughs> yes, he is a very wise little man. Or I'm very childish. One of the two. Maybe both. <laughs> it might be both. It might be a little bit of both. But I think my prediction for the third one. Toby Maguire, number three. I don't know what year that one was in. People generally have very bad reviews of it. Oh, I'm going to like it. I think, I think, personally, it does a decent job balancing. It, I thought it did. I haven't seen it in a long time. So maybe now that I've seen the MCU do balancing lots of characters, I won't think it does very well. But at the time, I thought it balanced them very well. I just thought they had too much. Um, oh, Lord. Too I much. think you, I'm going to say you're going to come down slightly negative on it. Okay, it's from 2007. That's right, because it was the one right in my senior year of college. And no, then we go year. to The Amazing Spider-Man in 2012? Yep, Garfield. Yeah. What's this Spider-Man Homecoming? That's the MCU one. That's the first MCU one. Oh. We'll get there. That's after oh. Age of Ultron and all that stuff. I don't stuff. have another Garfield one on my list. It's the Amazing Spider-Man 2. It has a picture of a blue dude on it. Oh, there it is. I just can't read clearly. <laughs> but yes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say slightly negative on it. I feel like it does a lot of what this movie does, where it handles a lot of story stuff. Oh, Lord. And then it has some big, goofy action stuff. And especially the end, you, I feel like you're going to roll your eyes at. 
Oh, good. I have something to look forward to, everyone. <laughs> Eye rolling. I do that every day anyway. But for now, we will say goodbye, and hopefully you enjoyed this and our next and every episode. Woohoo! <laughs> I'm Beth. I'm not Spider-Man today. <laughs> that was yesterday. And I have the power of the sun in the palm of my hand. Next time on Watching the Web. The end of the Maguire era approaches. Harry's darker nature will be revealed. The lines between good and evil will blur. Spider-Man will walk a dark and twisted road. And the pain of losing Uncle Ben will be lived anew. Many things are coming. Are you ready? Thanks for listening to Cinematic Sagas, a part of the As If You Didn't Know network. Episodes release every other Wednesday. That jaunty tune you hear is Comic Hero by Kevin McLeod, and he's used under the Creative Commons license. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes. We would love to hear from you, so send emails to saga at asifydk.com, our Twitter and Instagram handles, asifydk, and our website, asifydk.com. That's the words as, if, and the letters Y, D, K. See you there.